Welcome back to episode six of the Anything Combat podcast. I'm your host, Johnny K. I have a special guest today. You're wondering, who's this special guest? It's my biological brother. Can you believe that? Biological. Hello, everybody. My name is Alex K. So, my first question for you, Alex, is between Michael Chandler and Conor McGregor, whose striking is actually better? Look, the thing is... Connor is is like a low-key genius when it comes to striking. He's a star, obviously, but people think that sort of ends there a lot of the time, especially people who are a bit more casual. They think he's, um, especially nowadays, having come off of two losses, he's, um, he's not all there, but I think he is still, to this day, a really good striker. I think because he's taken so much time off the sport and he's just doing coke and doing all these business things, he hasn't been able to train the way that he should be but if he's actually training the way that he should be i think there's no reason he should win this fight so he should or shouldn't should fuck then shouldn't. okay he, he he should win this fight yeah he should okay. win the fight so yeah so connor when i was looking at the stats connor has 22 wins and 19 knockouts whilst chandler has 23 wins and only 11 knockouts now i find this stat really weird because michael chandler is weird michael chandler hits like an absolutely truck but he doesn't hit like connor does connor you can see how he sets things up and he's like a precision pinpoint puncher and chandler's a bit of a marauder and yeah he might have that raw power on connor he may actually just be roundabout stronger can swing faster can same with the grappling yeah but he he just gets ahead of himself and he likes he likes being an idiot in the ring a lot of the time. Who Chandler? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the stats on that is that Connor has a forty nine percent striking accuracy, whilst Chandler only has a forty six percent accuracy. Now I found this stat really hard to believe because I thought that Chandler would have like twenty percent accuracy with the way he throws. And the way that he's just so wild, I thought that he would be missing much more than he is. But truly, they're as accurate as each other. Is that statistic inclusive of, of all strikes or significant strikes? So that significant strike, the accuracy stat that I just said that Connor had 3% higher than Chandler only was for all significant strikes, even though Chandler has had like four or five fights in the UFC total. Okay, so significant strikes. Yeah, I can imagine that to be true, to be honest. Yeah, because because when he when he throws his massive body kicks and his massive shots, he tends to throw them with a lot of speed, so he's probably landing at a at a higher rate. I just have a feeling from watching the fights that he's fought that when he goes for significant strikes, as in those really heavy shots, He's usually in range. That's why he go, he like overcommits. Kind of like the uh, a good fight to explain that is the Dustin Poirier fight because he actually outlanded Dustin in that fight. Yeah, and Dustin just I don't know. It's the same situation. Connor has that more precision thing. I guess actually it's an interesting point. Connor is on one side of the spectrum, Chandler's on the other, and Dustin's somewhere in the middle when it comes to brawl versus like accuracy. Correct. It's like it's like a spectrum of how you how you move from left to right. Connor, really sharp, really accurate, very interesting tools at play. Um, whereas you got Dustin, who, you know, he has that style. It's off timed, and people struggle to to predict the angle that he's coming at. But it's pretty orthodox. It's pretty 
straight line punches. He just has weird timing. And then you got Chandler who just throws like hooks and hooks. And then he's got another hook coming. <laughs> just in case you miss the next hook. Yeah, exactly. He's just brawling. That's a good point about uh, Dustin's unorthodox style. So he is a southpaw, even though he's right-handed. So he 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 uses that weird style to catch people off time. And he actually did this against Gaethje in their fight, where he was landing his uh, two from southpaw. So he was landing a left hand, even though he's right-handed, and he was catching Gaethje with it, and then he put him out. So, That's quite cool. He's a right-handed southpaw. Yeah. It's kind of like how you and me stand. Yeah, it, it is for some reason. I don't know why my brain doesn't work in orthodox, but it does work in southpaw. We've been like that since we started riding scooters. As- correct, correct. It's not a stylistic choice. Yeah, it's it's a it's yeah, a it's yeah. a brain thing. When I was uh, doing Muay Thai, the coaches always got me to do orthodox, and I'd just get fucked up. <laughs> okay, so the next thing I want to s- t- uh, the next thing I want to touch on is a really weird stat. So, the volume. Who do you think has more volume in their fight? Total strikes. Yeah, like striking per per yeah. fifteen minutes. Who do you think's? Oh, okay. Land per, per time. Yeah, per time. Who do you think's landing more? Think about it. Even when he's finishing people, he's throwing a lot of strikes he's to put him down so, he's as well. So many. Yeah. Connor, I don't think he's throwing as many. Dude, he's accurate. I would. I would say I think, it's I think Chandler. It's, I think. It's, I, I don't know the stat. I think it's Chandler. After looking at the UFC stats page, per, this stat is for per minute of the fight. And it says here, Connor throws per minute 5.32 strikes, whilst Chandler throws 4.89 strikes. Meaning, you know read decimals? What? It's like 5.32. You don't go 32. Okay. Well, all right, sure. Fuck it. Connor, <laughs> Connor throws 5.32, whilst Chandler f- throws 4.8 nine per minute meaning so connor connor's throwing, more. Co- connor's throwing more for some reason even though he's taking a more patient approach he's taking a more patient approach that means that chandler is fighting like yo romero where he's doing a minute on where he'll throw a million and then he'll go a minute off where he's just resting resting waiting for you to come in and if you come in then he'll get you with counter shot but in the meantime he's just waiting for you i wonder if he really is doing that that's interesting i'd like to watch maybe one of the more recent Chandler fights to see how he times himself. Because if that's right, because when I think about Chandler, I just think about him going balls to the wall nonstop the whole round. Evidently, he's not. I feel like I'm going to burp. <laughs> okay. Keep that in the podcast. So with this volume stat that I'm saying that Chandler does a Yo Romero, the reason that he's actually, oh, I think the reason that he's not striking as much as Connor per minute is because Chandler per 15 minutes has 2.17 takedowns. Of course. So that means that when he gets the control time, he's holding because he's a wrestler. He's not a jiu-jitsu guy. Also, when you're wrestling, you're not striking. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and because he's so powerful, he's holding him. He's not like an Aljamain Sterling where in the transitions he'll kick your leg or he'll or he'll hit you with something. Yeah, he's an American. He's an American. He's, a major, he's an American collegiate wrestler. A collegiate Division One NCAA. D1. Right. Well, so that then leads me to believe that when they are striking, he's throwing more per minute in the striking department. But obviously, his his layout of the round isn't all striking, whereas Connor's pretty much is. Yeah, I think the only thing that Connor would be doing uh, besides um, wrestling, sorry, besides striking, is that he has a good clinch game. 
that's that's something I think that Connor will use against Chandler. He does, he, but he doesn't have a stalling type of wrestling game plan anyway. It's either defensive or it's clinch offensive. Yeah, his offensive clinch is very sneaky, and uh, I think that if they get into that position, I don't think that Chandler is good in those positions. I think that he'll try and throw his hooks from a clinch, which he did against um, Dustin, but but I think that Connor will most likely, if they get into a clinch scenario, I think Connor will elbow him and uh, damage him in that area of the fight. Speaking of the clinch, which I forgot about, Connor does have a really good clinch. What's the height difference between these two guys? Yeah, smart. So Chandler's 5'8", and Connor's 5'9". So finally, Connor will actually be the taller fighter in the fight, even though... What do you mean, finally? Because when he fights Nate Nate Diaz and he fights Donald Cerrone, um, who else did he fight? Max Holloway. He's actually the shorter fighter. Oh, yeah. He actually is. Now, he did fight um, Dennis Seaver, and he, and he butchered him and destroyed him. And he did fight Chad Mendes. He, uh, he also destroyed him. So he does well against shorter fighters, and he does well against taller fighters. Now, where he's actually had issues in his career is when someone's the same height as him. Because Dustin is the one that uh, finished him, and Khabib is like 5'10". So he, lo- he for some reason... Now, I don't, think it's, I don't think it's because of the height. I just think that... I think Connor does better where he can find an advantage, either either being dip, the shorter guy yeah. or being the taller guy. If he's the taller guy, he can bully the shorter guy. If he's the shorter guy, he can make his way up and drop the taller guy with counter shots. Little rat. Yeah, he can be a little rat. Interesting. In terms of those fights where Connor has been the shorter guy, obviously in this division, um. What's the reach like? Has he still got really long arms? I'm pretty sure he does, doesn't he? He, I believe he's had a reach advantage over the majority of the people that he fights um, when they're shorter than him. He, he, he has really long arms for some reason. I don't know why. One example of him... Hey, this is something I wanted to bring all up. Right, all right, yeah, all right, go. Because when he fought Chad Mendes, that, that guy had like T-Rex arms compared to him. What is that reach? Okay, so the stats say here that Connor has a 74-inch reach, but Chad Mendes has a 66-inch reach. That's an 8-inch advantage. 8-inch reach advantage, and he's like an inch taller than him. You know, that's just insane. Yeah, I believe Chad's like 5'6 or something, but yeah. Short of stature. Short ass, yeah. So (laughs) basically, basically, yeah. Do you remember when Dad used to say chicken shit? (laughs) <laughs> his ass is close to the road. I never understood that as a kid. I still, fuck, I still actually don't get it. <laughs> oh God! For what the fuck? All right. So, so with the grappling thing, I was going to bring up is that even though Chandler has two takedowns per fifteen minutes, Connor still has his sixty-six takedown defense. And if you if you take out the stats of all the times Khabib took him down. And even though Khabib didn't even take him down that much, his takedown defense is still really high. And if you recall all the Dustin Poirier fights, he, when Dustin took him down, he got up immediately, basically. I don't see a scenario where Chandler can uh, hold Connor down. No, but I definitely see Chandler going for takedowns because he's an idiot. But I do not see them being an effective part of the game plan. Possibly it could be effective in the way that, you know, you're switching up, you're showing different things. You know, he's showing Connor maybe, 
I might, I might go for a takedown or I might go for this or I might go for that, right? So in that respect, it might it might just confuse Conor more than anything, but I don't think the takedowns themselves will be an effective thing. I don't think I don't see wrestling being big on the agenda. So even if he does that, when he gets Conor on his back, for some reason, exclude the Khabib fight. You can't use Khabib. Nobody can fight like Khabib, not even Islam Makachev. He's just a completely different person to prepare for. When Connor's on his back against shitter American wrestlers, he's got those big elbows that he lands on the top of their head. He's got amazing elbows from the clinch, and you can't forget the elbows from the clinch. My the guard. clinch work. Yeah, the guard. That's what he said. That's such a funny quote. Yeah, no. He's I'm, right. Yeah, I'm talking about the guard, though. Like, when he's in when he's in their guard and he's on his back, he drops the elbows. Oh, from, yeah, no, yeah. I, me- I meant guard when I was saying clinch. You're right. Yeah, correct, correct. So he's... um. He's he's uh, I th- I think he's got an advantage there, and I don't he's think champ. He's sneaky on the ground for sure. He's sneaky on the ground. I wish we could have seen more of that in that um rematch Dustin Poirier fight, the rebound fight, but um unfortunately obviously snapped up his leg. I wonder how that's gonna play out too. That's a really that's the, that's the part that's the big question that everyone's looking at, isn't it? I think he'll be fine with the leg. I don't think he'll be he'll have any problem. I think he's um do you think he's going to throw it more because he knows it's metal or do you think he's just going to be more safe? No, I don't think anything. I think I think it's back to 100%. I know that when Anderson Silva came back from his leg injury, uh he was never the same. I just think that Connor has been taking hella HGH. I think he's so confident in himself that even with the leg injury, Connor's been in there in fights where he's torn his ACL before the fight even occurred. Which one? Um, I think it might have been the Chad Mendes fight, yeah. He tore his ACL and then went in there and knocked him out. Dude, this leg Amazing in- knockout too. Yeah. I didn't know I didn't know he came in with like serious injuries. Yeah. I, I would have thought he'd have pulled out if they had like something like that. Correct. So with Chandler, I think that he uh with this leg thing, I th- I see him I see him uh maybe talking about it in a press conference and then Chandler being like, oh, shit, he has metal in his leg. And then when the fight starts, Connor just goes for a, a head kick, Chandler blocks it and realises when Chandler blocks it on his arms and he feels that titanium shin. If, he, there's, if, there's, <laughs> if there's actually a titanium uh, rod in his shin, this is going to be the most unfair advantage because Connor can just spam kicks that they can see and how, what are they going to do, move away? No, you, you block. You have to remember, though, yes, he could spam kicks theoretically, he does have bolts and shit in his leg that are tying it to the bone. So I can imagine that if he were to kick really hard with that thing and it started shaking or or just repeated kicks, those nuts and bolts that are securing that plate into his bone structure would start hurting for sure. And I just had a I just had a uh, vision of them at the press conference for sure. How much money do you want to put on this? Chandler brings up something about the TSA and his leg going through airport security how do you how do you put that on the on the conveyor belt huh <laughs> something bullshit like you know he can't go through without it beeping i i, I want to know i want to know what what's ha- the over under yeah yeah I, i'm gonna i want to i want to do you one even better um if he says that if he says that you win if connor brings up hap uh i oh win oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible no <laughs> I want to know what Hap's thinking about this fight. That's what I want to know. Okay, Jeez. okay, moving on, <laughs> moving on. So, who do you think has the better counters? I'm going to go with McGregor. I think that's a no-brainer. I think the better counters 
are um, a McGregor big time. He he actually doesn't he have like a whole career off of having sneaky counters to things. Correct. Even even Nate Diaz is a decent boxer, even though he's sloppy as, and Connor could still counter him fairly easily. And people and think about the Leon Edwards fight. Um, Leon Leon countered uh, Nate hella times, but he never dropped him. What did Connor do? Drop him three times in uh, in their rematch. So what does that even say about Leon Edwards? And that was a better Nate, you have to remember, too. It was, like, just before Nate was really starting to get old, old. Which one? The Connor one or the... Yeah, that was a better Nate, that Connor. Yeah, correct. Because, I mean, obviously, because he's younger. But the Nate that we saw in the last two or three Nate fights was pretty on the on the rails there. The fact that he had such a good performance against Leon Edwards, considering how old and frail and crap he'd become. Well, not crap, but his body health was just down the drain. Quite a surprising fight. The fact that he wobbled Leon and everyone crowned him as the unofficial uh, winner of that fight. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, one thing I want to bring up about Connor, though, is... Stockton slap, dead. Yeah, correct. Uh, one thing I want to bring up about Connor <laughs> is uh, the chin. So people are saying, oh, my God, Connor's been knocked out a whopping one time. Right, and that happened in 2022, uh, January. He faded really weird in that fight. Like, look, my concern is still raised for chins. That's the one element that I'm always stressed about. Like, people's chin, when they went, or like their, their stamina to getting hit. I would like to imagine that that was just perfectly placed punches one after the other that, that rocked him. Um, we've seen Connor take tons of abuse and come back, especially against that Nate fight. He was getting absolutely slapped. Um, look, though, you get knocked out. I don't know what it's going to be like when he's coming back, whether it's an easier weight cut. I think it probably will be, won't it? Oh, no, it won't be. He's huge. I think they're fighting at 170. Okay. Well to weight. And he's walking around now what he says he's like 250 pounds, doesn't he? he says I'm yeah, 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 sure, why not? He's, uh, he says he's 200 kilos. Yeah, he's, he's, he's massive now. But with that chin thing that you brought up, do you know what's funny? Michael Chandler has been knocked out four times in his career. And he's 37. Really? I know, he's just one of those guys that it doesn't matter how many times you get rid of him, he was coming back. He His brain doesn't work that, oh, I've been knocked out so many times. When I get hit with a, with a smaller shot, I guess I'm going to I'm gonna go uh, go out because, you know, I need to protect my brain. No, his brain goes, oh, you're being hit. You've, you've, you've been hit before. You can, you can get hit again. That's how it works for him. He's a, he's a genetic anomaly. Genuinely, has he been knocked out four times and then you see the the Gaethje Chandler fight and you're like this cunt's never been knocked out in his life literally and the Dustin fight because he actually got choked out you can't knock someone out that fought against Gaethje like that and he didn't get knocked out who, who knocked him out Charles Oliveira knocked him out oh, of course my fucking yeah uh, and, and for some reason Patricio Pitbull from Bellator knocked him out I was gonna suggest I was gonna like throw that in there was it Pitbull yeah, it was, it was Pitbull, and now that guy's fighting at bantamweight for the cha- for the belt there. How the turntables? That's in uns- that's just uns- that's just unbelievable. <laughs> Chandler's fighting at one seventy against McGregor, and Pitbull, Patricio Pitbull, the main man, put him out cold. I can't believe I forgot about that Oliveira knockout. I fucking love Oliveira, as you know. One one attribute that I want to bring up is footwork. Who do you think 
now with the leg injury, has the better footwork? I would really like to see what Connor's gym footage is. I've seen a little bit of it, and I've, we've obviously seen Chandler's gym footage and his in-fight footage too. Chandler's footwork, technically, I think, is like probably bad. Shockers. However, he's got like this spring in his step where it doesn't matter. He's got like... He could probably dunk how explosive he is. He gazelle punches. Yeah, he can be airborne off of off of a toe. He's he's really explosive, and so that means he can just launch into a fighter. He can launch into someone really quickly. Whereas Connor obviously has a pretty good, amazing technical footwork. He has that uh, karate taekwondo stance, that back and forth. Um, obviously, he adopted that boxer's stance where it was a bit closer, and he got his leg chopped for a bit by um by Dustin. I think what we've seen in the training footage is that he was coming back to that stance. Obviously, in the rebound fight, he came back to that stance a little bit more. He was kind of in between the two. Um, We will see whether or not he is completely back to the Taekwondo stance. I think it has suited him his whole career. And why why, why fix or change something that is so effective? It it was like his style. Correct. You brought up... You brought up... Michael Chandler's speed and how fast he is. I want to ask you, who do you think is the faster fighter in there? Who's quicker? Who has more speed? I think it might be Chandler. I do. Obviously, Connor's hands can be quicker. Like Chandler can come at Connor quicker, and I think Connor's reactionary striking could be quicker. Like how Aldo launched at Connor, whereas Connor had that. Quick, quick, he was quicker to the punch. He was more relaxed in there. His hands came out, came loose, came quick. Whereas Aldo was tense. And you see that with Chandler. He's got a tense style of throwing. So I think, I think similarly in terms, of, in terms of the way that they'll move. So we're saying that Connor has the better counters. Now, do you think that this is because of Connor's faint game? And do you think that Connor, Connor has a more impressive um, fainting ability than Chandler. Yeah, easily. You know, you know. now that I'm talking about this, I actually do want to watch a, a Chandler fight and just verify what I'm saying. But as far as I know, Chandler's faints are, are like a bullshit. He just, he just throws. He doesn't yeah, really he doesn't think really about faint. it. Connor's got great feints. I don't even really, I, I mean, I don't really consider them like super spectacular feints, but they're, they're good and they're really effective. Um, do you know why they're effective? Because he'll move his head and he'll he'll pretend to throw maybe a two, wait for them to come in, and then he's got a he's got some short hook or something, right? Yeah. So his feinting is all about it, it's not like oh Volkanovski or Israel, let me faint then strike. It's more like let me faint to get into position. You know, it's it's high level stuff. Yeah, you just mentioned something really interesting there with the head movement stuff. I. Obviously, like obviously, Connor's got really, really good head movement. What does Chandler have? So, Chandler, he doesn't move his head for uppercuts. So he's right open. Yeah, he's right open, and in the for a quick jab counter or straight or something. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying that if Connor, left, if perhaps. if Connor wants to hit him with an uppercut like he did Marcus Brimage, it's completely open for him. That's good stuff to know. Obviously. Yeah, their coaches, their coaches are so smart. Connor's got some interesting people, and he himself can see openings like that. But yeah, 
if Chandler's not moving his head, bro, not good. He's going to move his whole body. That's the thing. Chandler doesn't move his head because he moves his whole body. His whole body is in, his, his torso is the neck. Correct. So for striking defense, Connor had a 54% um, striking defense, whilst Chandler had 46%, which, which means that Connor's more defensively sound and moves his head, like, like we were saying. Is striking defense when you're on the back foot? Is that what that is? Just any strike that's coming at you. Oh, so your defense against, as in you're moving away and things. If you're moving away or if you're blocking it or whatever you're doing. Right, right. We already brought up the grappling between the two, but I do want to specify in the jiu-jitsu part that Chandler has, I think, seven submissions and he spams arm triangles and rear naked chokes and he has one guillotine. So I think that if, if Khabib, if it took him four rounds... To get to get Connor out of there with a submission, I do not see Chandler submitting uh, Connor. We're back in a change of scenery. We got kicked out of kicked out of one of the rooms of the house. Now we got to move on. Correct. So BJJ. So Chandler has rear naked chokes and arm triangle chokes, and Khabib struggled to submit Connor. So I don't see Chandler submitting Connor at all. What I take from that, you know how. Khabib kind of does gazelle punches as well. He's got that Samba Khabib uh, gazelle style. Whereas Chandler's quite a gazelle puncher too, as you just mentioned before. That that bodes well. Connor did quite well in the striking department against Khabib, and that's why Khabib really struggled um, in that fight a lot more than he did against other people. I see that being good for Connor. He already has a sort of experience, a ring experience with someone who, who strikes like that. To a degree, not not as barrading or barraging, um, but but still, Chandler, the wrestling is not there. Not like Khabib's wrestling. Connor is 34 years of age. What do you think about that? Chandler's 37. I was going to ask when you brought up, uh, I was going to ask when you brought up his age before how old Connor was. 34 is good. He's got two more years. That's it. Chandler's over. He's finished. I think it's all the roids. It's keeping him young. I think Chandler's going to be here for another four years. I'm not even joking. I think Chandler's on HGH, and um, surely Connor will jump on that too. I want Connor to be around until he's 97. If you told me, oh, Gaethje's going to be here at 40, I'm going to be like, bro, Gaethje's got brain damage. He's not going anywhere. Where are you going with that? Where the fuck are you going with I that? I hope Gaethje will be all right in his next couple of fights, actually. I don't know. He's, he's, he's yeah, I don't know. I get scared when I look at guys that are getting a little bit, a little bit like uh, CTEE, like CTE ish. Also, just about that, uh, something really weird about Gaethje. Um, if he fights Dustin a second time, the pick most people are saying is Gaethje, because now, now Gaethje's looking exceedingly good in all of his fights dropping Chandler whilst Dustin struggled against Chandler and got outlanded, and then destroying Fazeev. Interesting, interesting. Well, look, I hope I hope he's made the adjustments to fix his uh, the gaps in his in his game and um, and obviously not get hit as much in the head. Hopefully, he's doing less hard sparring outside of camp too. Like he's taking the Max Holloway approach. I reckon that uh, what's his face? What's the coach's name? Trevor Whitnam. Yeah. I reckon that um, Trevor would be doing that. He's a pretty smart coach. 
we, we, we looked at the data. We looked at the data. So we, so we looked at the data. Put that in at some point. Like, just yeah. cut it out and put it somewhere else. The fight IQ is also there for Connor too. Like, I, I see Chandler. Obviously, he's got interesting fight IQ. He's got an interesting style. It works for him. But I think overall, like we discussed really early, one of the first topics was how Connor's got that ability to look at game plans and understand people. I think Connor is an athlete just like John Jones, just like Henry Cejudo. And I think I think Connor is if he didn't if he didn't go to boxing and he didn't do coke and he didn't do all this stupid shit and he just looked at MMA and just did MMA, bro. Twenty seventeen. That's <laughs> what are you <laughs> 2017, that was six years ago, man. Connor's 34. He would have been 29 when he won both belts. If Connor didn't do anything and stuck only with MMA, he would have been one of the greats. He could have been goaded at lightweight. Easy. He could have been Khabib, 100%. This guy, this guy, the only reason that he's going to be, that he loses these fights is because he's just not focused enough because of everything that's happened in his life. Dude, if, if John Jones had, um, if another fighter uh, got addicted to coke and then went for Mayweather for no reason and then took all this time off and then had their leg broken, like, dude, they wouldn't come back at all. Connor's coming back. If he can tap into what he had and he has something very special, this guy holds the belt. This guy can hold the belt, even with the tape that Volkanovsky has on, on Islam Makachev. Connor even said, he, he quoted himself, he said that he has the style to beat Sambo fighters. Bold claim, considering he hasn't beat one, but but yeah. Uh, Connor gets fight IQ. To wrap it up, Connor wins this fight. Uh, on paper. It, on, on, on paper. If Connor gets in there and he's just not who Connor is, then it's going to be upsetting. But uh, people are saying people are saying that Chandler's just going to get in there, run at him and maul him, and Connor's not going to know what to do. Chandler's just going to pummel the fuck out of him and finish him inside two minutes. Like Connor's going to be Connor's going to be out of his element. It's going to look like it's going to look like the worst matchup of of twenty twenty three. It's going to be like <laughs> this guy named Lucas Tracy. It's going to be like he said he said like oh like Connor's not gonna, Connor's Connor's done with his leg. Like like when Chandler's in there, it's it's it's, it's going to be like. Like a championship level fighter on like, versing like a prelim fighter, it's gonna be like feral <laughs> execution style. Yeah, well, we just saw in the bare knuckle thing, Connor was in the crowd and he yelled a um, he yelled something to Eddie, and Eddie did it like a little bit later, and then he pointed it kind of like you're on. It landed, it landed flush, it worked for him. Connor's doing that from the audience while probably drunk and like high and like fucking out of his mind from a distance. What do you think? He's going to be in there with this, 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 uh, this, this, this coke monster. This coke monster is going to be in the ring with Chandler, and it's going to be. How's he going to maul? What's, what's so funny is when he was at that bare knuckle thing, he uh, kept on wiping his nose. Nah, bro. He was just <laughs> he just had a bit of a cold. Come on. And he was chugging that massive bottle of proper twelve whiskey, and he's already got the belt. Yeah, that's the best. When he drinks that stuff, like, promotionally, do you think it's watered down something else? Because if he's just no. drinking pure whiskey from a bottle, bro. No, he's drinking pure whiskey. No, he, he, he even said it himself. He said, he said if, there, if fighting wasn't involved, all he would be doing is just drinking straight whiskey all day. <laughs> what a life. 
Yeah, it's too bad that he's so good at fighting and he has to fight because of that. I just love the game. <laughs> if I if I didn't love it, I'd just be drinking whiskey. Shut up. Shut up, like. Come on. <laughs> yeah, look, like I mean, in summation, basically, as we were saying, on paper, it's a Connor fight to win. Um, I see Mike, uh, Iron Mike. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to say Mike. It's Michael. Yeah, Iron Michael. Yeah. Doing pretty well. I do see him doing well. He's a great fighter. Like, that's that's the end of it. But he's not a smart fighter. He's a great fighter, but he's only a great fighter because God's given him some elite-level D1 genetics. Who are his coaches, Chandler? So... Do I know? I don't, I don't know if he's still there, but he has been training with Usman, so that would mean that he would be at uh, Kilcliffe. And oh, so he's at... He's at uh, Brittle, brittle Hands Academy. No, don't be like that. Uh, Gilbert Burns is there. Shavkat's there. Ian Gary's there. You know, it's a really good team there. There's actually and, a bunch of killers. And, and Michael Johnson, who is the most consistent fighter in the UFC. Yeah, if Mike Iron, sorry, if Iron Michael could tap into what uh, Johnson's got, then it's all over. It's all over, dude. Anyway, that's me. I'm going to bed. <laughs>